Greetings, lovelies. I bid you welcome to the Sexy Stories podcast. I am Virginia Waits, and I will be your guide to all things supernatural, fantastical, and sensual. Please make yourself comfortable. And don't forget, lovelies, the ebook of this episode with all the lovely details and expanded plot is available from all major retailers for 99 cents or equivalent, depending on where you are. Links are at my website, virginiawaits.com, or search for my name, Virginia Waits, at your favorite online retailer, and up it will pop. You don't want to miss all the exciting activities. Josh and Pippa have set off on a picnic, even though it's November and not exactly warm, given that it's full moon, and they're werewolves, however, The chill doesn't exactly bother them. Of course, things never go quite as planned for the amorous couple. Welcome to the Manor, Season 2, Episode 9. Sit back, relax, and I shall begin. It was full moon, and contrary to popular belief, it didn't have to be dark for the moon to have an effect. Also against myths and legends, werewolves didn't turn into slathering beasts, but they did get restless. Luckily it was also a Monday, so when Josh had been all but climbing the walls, Pippa, his wonderful amazing mate had suggested a picnic. Being nearly December, it was chilly, but not ridiculously cold, so they had headed out with a blanket and a basket of food. Werewolves also ran hot, especially at what Lucy always laughingly referred to as their time of the month. If it had been raining, it would have been unpleasant, but the sky was clear The air was still, and it was a beautiful day. They had walked well into the manor grounds, away from the bustle of the main buildings and the well-travelled paths, finding themselves a nice little sun-trap on the side of a small rise. There they had made themselves comfortable, enjoying a lovely lunch, and appreciated the picture postcard late autumn day. Everything had been lovely and peaceful, and relaxed, as Josh lay there, head on a cushion with Pippa snuggled up to his side, until he'd let himself think back to the first time they had been on a blanket beneath the sky. He did his very best to push the memories of Pippa naked in the moonlight out of his brain, but he didn't have much luck. It was one of his favourites, after all. 
That had been the night they formed the beginning of the mating bond, without either of them realising, and he couldn't regret what they had now, even if it had been forced to completion by the machinations of his uncle. He loved Pippa, loved every moment he spent with her, but that one had been very special. Unfortunately, it wasn't as if his libido needed any help whatsoever to sit up and remind him it was there. The throb in his dick and balls was all too familiar as blood pumped readily around his traitorous body. Doing his best to dig up some unsexy thoughts, he willed his burgeoning erection to fuck right off. He did not want to ruin the nice, relaxing afternoon with his rampant needs. "'You're going to strain something,' Pippa said with a small laugh, and Josh groaned out his failure. "'Sorry,' he said. She turned in his arms, looking up at him and immediately sat up. "'Hey,' she said, "'I was only teasing.' "'But I should have control of this by now,' he said, "'sitting up as well and glaring off into the distance. "'Pippa didn't say anything straight away, "'shuffling up behind him and kneeling up against his back "'with her head on his shoulder. "'You know you're getting better at it all the time,' she told him, "'slipping her arms under his, "'even if she couldn't get them to meet around his chest at that angle.' Not that I mind. I love you, second-hand succubus-powered libido and all. A couple of months ago you wouldn't have got past the red pepper hummus and celery sticks. The off-hand way she said it made his lips twitch a bit. How did you ever put up with me, he asked, but the momentary black cloud was passing. Oh, I don't know, she said. Maybe it was the mind-blowing orgasms, or the single-minded dedication you always show on wringing every ounce of pleasure from my body. It seems only fair, he said, feeling much lighter. Unfortunately, the full moon often made them a bit more emotionally volatile, as well as physically restless. He was very glad Pippa could see the funny side. When he turned his head to look at her, she grinned. Lifting up, she walked round him and brought herself down in his lap, so they were face to face. She pecked him on the nose, so he gathered her into his arms, pulling her in close as she giggled and demanding a proper kiss. At first she wiggled in his embrace, still laughing, but he peppered her lips with the little kisses before ghosting his tongue across them, and she immediately opened to him. Her tongue licked across his upper lip, twisting around his in a firm dance as they sank into each other's arms properly. He loved the feel of her body against his, the smell of her in his nose and the taste of her in his mouth. It was in moments like this when the rest of the world ceased to exist. You are the best thing to ever happen to me, he said, when they finally pulled apart. Of course I am, she replied with a grin and a teasing tone. He hadn't meant it seriously, but Pippa was clearly in a different kind of mood. 
so he grinned back. Would you like me to show you how much I appreciate that, he asked, letting his gaze go hot and his hands wander down to her tight arse. When she wiggled out of his hold, he let her go. Well, you know the rules, she said, smiling broadly and giving him a coy wink as she stood up and away from him. If, she pulled the shirt she was wearing up and over her head, you want this. She gestured up and down her body as she shimmied out of her jeans, leaving her in just her underwear. You have to catch me. And she was off, darting up the hill. Even though he had known it was coming, had seen the beginnings of the game in Pippa's playful actions, it thrilled him. His wolf howled under his skin as she shifted into her half-form, using her hands to help crest the rise before he could even stand up. He pulled his own t-shirt over his head, let his nerves prickle with the half-shift and gave chase. He was well aware he was not fast enough to catch her with both of them in their half-forms, but then it wasn't really about who was the fastest. It was about the fun. The field they were in was a small one with a couple of trees and no livestock at the moment, hence part of the reason for their choice. Thus began the dance Josh knew he could not win. Pippa would taunt him, let him get close, and then dart off with her breathtaking speed. Every time she outdistanced him, he felt a swell of pride in his chest. This was his mate, and she was magnificent. His need for her only grew with every passing moment. The way his cock strained against his jeans made him ache. His want built, even as they ran and laughed. When she finally darted back over the rise, down towards their things, he could feel the end coming. He could taste her scent on the still air. She was as aroused as he was, and she was letting him catch her. They chased around the picnic hamper for a little while, like children playing tag, and Pippa laughed loudly every time she darted out of his reach. Each moment was so joyful that Josh was almost sad when he finally caught her. He pulled her into his arms as she squealed and he tickled her mercilessly. It was the only logical conclusion to the silliness. However, Josh's mood shifted back quickly. Pippa squirmed against him and the throb of need that ran from his cock all through his lower body left him breathless. He tightened his embrace, bringing his face down and burying it in the crook of Pippa's neck, taking her in one long gasp. Stilling in his arms, she allowed him to hold her close, relaxing and acquiescing to his touch. When he moved to lower them down to the blanket, she moved in accordance with him and they settled, her on her back, him lying all along her side. I love you, he said, as he pushed a stray hair back from her face for her. Pippa smiled at him in that wonderfully fond way she had, and rather than reply, she leaned up and kissed him ever so gently on the lips. I never imagined anything like this, she said, running her fingers through his tight curls, not even in my most romantic dreams. 
All the stories about werewolf bonds leave out so much. Don't get me wrong, I think I would have preferred a less traumatic advent to our connection. Josh snorted a laugh at that. He could only agree. But I wouldn't change it for the world, Pippa finished. Me either, he said. I feel like I am home wherever you are. And that's the part no one really explains, Pippa agreed. Not that you will ever hear me complaining about the knotting part either, because, oh my God. Josh laughed again, but he ducked his head this time, feeling his cheeks heating with more than the flush of their run. Their chat with Jerry about that had not been overly illuminating, since it wasn't exactly an aspect of being an alpha that Jerry knew anything about. Being asexual meant it had never come up, literally or figuratively. Not that having sex in full wolf form, which was what it was supposed to take, was something modern werewolves tended to go in for in general anyway. It was intense, he agreed as his cock twitched at the memory. Very, Pippa said, and I had no idea it came from both sides. The way my body reacted was different, to say the least. He remembered. His cock definitely remembered too, and reminded him just how much again. Do you think we could do that ourselves? Pippa asked, and surprised him out of his recollections. Josh looked down at her for a moment, taking in the blush of her cheeks, the dilation of her pupils, and feeling the thud of her heart under his fingers. You'd want me to knot you again, he asked, just to make sure he wasn't interpreting the conversation incorrectly. Pippa nodded, biting her lip. It was, she said, pausing as if she wasn't quite sure how to put it into words, it was unsettling at first, she admitted, but it was one of the most amazing experiences I have ever had. Don't get me wrong, I love what we usually do, but I can't help wondering if we can even do that again, or if it was a one-off thing. Do you know what I mean? Josh nodded. I've wondered the same, he admitted. Lucy had me analysing what happened in our last session, since it had to have involved magic, and although I'm pretty sure it was a mixture of all four of us that set it off, it felt like it was mostly all us at the end there. Yes, Pippa agreed. He stroked down the side of her face, enjoying just looking as their bodies moulded to each other in familiar companionship. Would you like to try? he asked. It won't mess up what you're learning with Lucy, she checked, and it made him smile. Pippa was as focused on his training as he was, and the support meant the world to him. No, he promised. Lucy likes me to analyse every magical experience I have, especially the unexpected ones. If we figure it out, it might even do the opposite. She licked her lips and nodded. Then yes, she said. I'd like to try. Tell me the truth, he said with a put-upon sigh. You just want me for my knot now, don't you? Pippa laughed and gave him a playful slap on the arm. You're an ass," she said, and rolled her eyes. But you love me, he replied, and her smile turned fond again.
I do, she said. With all my heart, you ridiculous man. He leaned down and placed a soft kiss on her waiting lips. Would you like to try now, he asked, to make sure. She nodded again. Best chance at full moon, I should think, she said, which seemed like a good point to Josh. I can see that, he agreed. And even though nothing changed when we shifted back last time, I think it might only happen if we are in our half-forms, Pippa added. Josh was nodding along to that when something occurred to him. He looked around at the picnic and their discarded clothes and then back down at his mate. Love of my life, he said as things began to fall into place, did you perhaps have thoughts about this when you planned this picnic? The way the blush in her cheeks increased was an answer all by itself. Maybe, she said with a half shrug, but only if it felt right. The smile bloomed onto Josh's face without him so much as thinking about it. I love you and your sneaky plans, he said, kissing her again. So, how do we do this? Like the wolf, she said, and if that didn't go right to his cock. He made a low groan at the back of his throat as his erection throbbed hard and pushed against the constricting fabric of his jeans. Before he had been enjoying the extra friction and pressure, but just then he was wishing he had divested himself of the rest of his clothes already. Kay, he said, doing his very best to resist the urge to grind down against Pippa's hip. We can do that. Need some help with that, she asked, running her fingers down his torso and playing with the waistband of his jeans. Definitely, he replied, and she had his button and fly open with her quick fingers in seconds. He didn't go for finesse, shoving his jeans and underwear down in one and shimmying out of both as quickly as possible. His cock bobbed up as soon as it was freed, glistening with precum. Pippa had prepared for everything because she handed him a condom from the pocket of their picnic hamper, which he rolled on as quickly as possible. Once he was done, he set his focus back to Pippa. How about, he said, running one finger along the elastic at the top of her very pretty pink knickers, we start like this and work our way up to everything else if it feels right. Sounds good to me, she agreed, and lifted up so he could divest her of her panties. Her bra quickly followed, and they returned to their previous position on the blanket. With the heat of the chase still in his body and his blood, Josh barely felt the chill of the air around them. Is there anything you want? he asked, as he kissed along her shoulder and down over one of her breasts. You caught me, she said, lacing her fingers back into his hair. You get to pick. Not giving me any clues how to drive you wild, then, he said, lifting up for a moment so he could give her a grin. Let's just say I enjoy your ingenuity, she replied with an answering smile. I'll take that as a challenge, he said, and went back to kissing and touching. They were both very aware Josh loved exploring her body and finding every touch that made her breath catch. He went to his task with relish. 
He used his fingers and his lips and his tongue as she granted him access to her wonderful body. Sometimes he could get lost in finding every way to make her softly moan and move under his touch. But this time he had specific plans. With strokes, kisses and the odd lick, he used everything he had learned of Pippa's likes and loves to stroke her arousal until he could feel it thrumming through the bond between them. And each sound and movement she made did the same for him. When her hand finally tightened in his hair, urging him upwards, he had his mouth on her breast and his hand between her legs. I need you, Pippa said, looking at him with eyes glowing with werewolf power. I want you. Any remaining doubts evaporated under her desire, and Josh nodded. He moved back, giving her room to turn on to her hands and knees. Josh kissed and nipped along Pippa's spine as he ran his hands over her back and along her sides. Her skin was so soft and perfect, and he never wanted to stop touching it. The taste of her filled his mouth with every touch of his lips, and her scent filled his nostrils. Both spoke of female and sex, but mate and love as well, joining together to create a deep want in him. He leaned over her, letting the heavy weight of his cock slide against the crease of her arse. Often he had to rein in his instincts, but for this they needed them at their fullest. He let the possessive notes of mine run through him as he ghosted his hands down and round, curving over Pippa's breasts and pausing to squeeze both in a gentle grip. What came back was more of a purr than anything else, and he smiled as he laid another kiss on the top of her back. "'Ready?' he asked. "'Yes,' she replied. "'With the lightest of nips to the flesh at the base of Pippa's neck, "'he drew back, kneeling up between her legs. "'He stroked himself through the condom, although there was no need. "'He was achingly hard as he lined up and carefully pushed in. "'Sometimes they used extra lube, and sometimes they didn't.' It definitely wasn't required then, as Pippa opened up to him like sliding into silk. Fuck was the most eloquent he managed to be as an equally heartfelt groan worked its way up his throat. It was answered by a moan just as earnest from Pippa. You want, he started to ask. Yes, she said before he could finish, and the power of the wolf sang through his nerves. Hair erupted under the hand he had resting on Pippa's spine as she shifted to her half-form. No werewolf could resist that, especially not under a full moon, even if it was faint in the clear blue sky. Josh didn't even try. He pulled his hands away as he shifted, letting his body change before carefully placing them back against her skin. Claws held away. The sound of the birds, the calls of the distant livestock in other fields and their faint smell, 
the breeze through the grass and the scent of the earth, the rhythmic thud of their hearts and the powerful aroma of their sex burst brightly into his awareness. Yet his focus narrowed down quickly as his senses sang with his meat. They were in the open, but there was no danger here, and all that mattered was the she-wolf that was his. Pippa pushed back onto his cock, taking him into her tight body with a contented rumble. She lowered her shoulders, widening her legs with her arse lifted up, presenting everything she was to him like a gift. It was not one he could refuse, not one he remotely wanted to. Taking her hips in his hands, he began to move, letting the feel of her fill his senses. To begin with, he was careful, feeling the tightness of her muscles around him as they opened to his cock. As he fucked into her, he could feel her body adjusting and warming further to what they were doing. The more he moved, the wetter she became, until Pippa was taking all of his erection with gliding ease. He remembered the first time they had done this, the intensity of it. This was no less encompassing, but it was not the recollection he needed. To give Pippa what she wanted, what his body was anticipating, it was his sexual encounter with Ollie and the powerful interaction that had followed that was going to be useful. Reaching into the memory, Josh sought out the feeling of magic that had been simply background noise the first time. Even as he moved his hips in slow thrusts, he searched for the mixture of fay and dragon that had sparked something in him. He let it swirl around in his awareness, as if it was right there a second time, not trying to make his own magic do anything, but letting the power react. Oh God, yes, Pippa whispered, that's it and Josh could only hum in reply as he felt the need building in him. It was not so out of control this time as he deliberately held it at bay. He was expecting it, and this was what Lucy was teaching him to command, giving him the tools to use it rather than let it use him. He felt around it, recognising what parts had been sparked by Draga and Ollie, and what of it was purely him and Pippa? Are you sure? he asked, even as he kept the magic within him in check. Yes, Pippa replied, yes, please. Josh released the power in his veins and allowed it to dance through his body, even as he sank deeply into his mate once more. This time he could feel it encompassing his wolf, pulling the essence of what he was to the surface in its purest form. Pippa was warm and slick around his aching cock, open and willing as he slid into her willing body, rolling her hips back to meet each of his thrusts, taking him deep with each one and moaning her pleasure to the world. Wolf and woman, she was his. Wolf and man, he was hers. It was all he needed to know as his magic moved. There was his wolf, 
elemental and natural, even as it was strangely tinged with the memory of dragon and fae. He could feel it this time, as his wolf aligned even more closely with his human shell than it could usually. The base of his cock throbbed mercilessly as his balls began to tighten. Is that... Pippa asked, voice breathless as he moved his hips in long, firm strokes. Yes, he said, barely able to get the word out as sex and magic seared his nerves. Shit, oh, hi. Pippa didn't seem to be sure what she wanted to say. As his knot swelled, she became tighter and tighter around him. Each time he pulled out and pushed in, there was more resistance, and Pippa became more vocal. Her punched-out groans and sweeping moans drove him on as his body throbbed with burning arousal. They might have technically done this once before, but it had been confusing, and nothing like this he was aware of every moment. Eventually he pushed in, and the tug on his cock as he tried to pull out was too much. On instinct he slid back in as far as he could, making Pippa moan and clamp down on his already constricted cock. All he could do was answer the sound in kind as they became locked together. He leaned over her back, even as his hips continued to make small, desperate movements as if by their own accord, and reach down around them. He wanted to come so badly he ached with it, but he needed something else as well. He found the swell of Pippa's wet folds with his searching hand and slipped his fingers over her slick clit. She gasped where she had her face all but pressed into the blanket beneath them and panted as he quickly worked her, just the way she liked it. He could feel her tightening more around him as he played with her clit. She was so very close. Mm, yes, she moaned out as her hips pushed back against him. She stiffened and her muscles began to shudder around him. His magic sparked, his body exploded with orgasm, and he clung to Pippa as reality dimmed to her and the wonderful sensations running all through his body, even if it was all tinged with the faint memory of dragon. Then something shifted, and the real world vanished completely. Josh felt fire, searing, burning fire, it was as if he was surrounded by heat, standing in the centre of a furnace even though he didn't combust. For a heart-stopping moment all he could see was flames. Yet there was something else, something that was not instantly clear. Only as he blinked, as his vision cleared and he felt the chill of the November day on his skin, did he realise what it was. He felt age and a simmering anger. Oh dear, that's not quite how either Josh or Pippa had hoped to end their fun afternoon. With magic there seems to be no telling what can happen. To find out what Josh and Pippa do about Josh's revelation, check out the ebook. It has all the juicy adventures and extra plot for this episode, 
that we just don't have time for in the podcast. It is available at all major online retailers. All the links are at virginiawaits.com in this week's blog post, so pop on over to check it out. Thank you. It helps us continue to produce delicious content. The delightfully sensual and exciting adventures continue next week, so it would make me very, very happy if you would subscribe to the podcast so you never miss any of the delightful fun. Until next time, lovelies, stay naughty and be safe. Music from filmmusic.io Moonlight Hall by Kevin MacLeod Incomtech.com License CC by creativecommons.org